Hey, you. Yes, sir, ma'am. Stop what you're doing. Because right now, you need to be listening to Business SOS. Yep, Business Stories of Success, where we interview successful business owners for successful business owners. How do they make it happen? How do they keep it going? Join us with your host and business advisor, Mark Adams. Hello, hello, hello. You're with Mark Adams at Next Level Business Advisors, and we have a special treat for you today because we have a homegrown superstar from New Jersey. I'm here with Andrea Pass. She's a public relations uh, perfectionist. She's already dropped some dimes. I'm going to Hope she shares some with you as well. But before I get all into my yammering, I'm going to ask her to introduce herself. Hello, Andrea. How are you? Hello, Mark. I am quite well today. Thank you so much for having me. And I am honored and excited to have you. Uh, what I like to do to get started is just to let everybody know who you are. So if you don't mind, just tell us a little bit about who you are, a little bit about your business and the role that you play in it. Very good. Thank you. I own Andrea Pass Public Relations. I'm a public relations professional and my job is to get my clients in the headlines. So I am pitching and placing, pitching and placing in the media to make sure that there are stories about my clients to keep my clients relevant, to grow them as thought leaders, and most importantly, to drive sales. So what I do is make sure that there's an interview about you on a podcast such as yours or a TV show or newspaper, magazine, blog, a Facebook Live, LinkedIn Live, anything that is editorial, earned media, third-party editorial endorsement that helps grow my clients' businesses. Oh, wow. That sounds exciting. After we're done, I'm going to be chatting with you for the real. Um, <laughs> so what role do you play in your business? I do everything. I mean, myself oh, and I. It's very interesting. I've been in public relations for over 30 years. I like to think of myself as a lot younger than I am, but I've been doing this for a long, long time. And I started out at the CBS radio division in New York City uh, doing PR for, for CBS radio, which was quite exciting. And then I went to the agency side. And on the agency side, I was working with great teams, worked my way up to be the vice president at a number of agencies in, uh, on the East Coast and then one in the LA area that I worked remotely. And I, I found that a majority of the time, other elements of the job weren't getting done. And I was getting really frustrated with that because I would secure a great press interview and say to a team member, okay, talk to your client. I, they could do the interview Tuesday or Thursday at 3 p.m. And then I wouldn't hear back. And I'd say to the other person, well, what happened? They didn't get back to me. I sent an email and I got really, really frustrated and said, I'm losing press opportunities. Pick up a phone, text, call their assistant, do whatever you have. They're paying us for PR. And so when the opportunity came for me to branch out and become a solopreneur, I dove in the deep end and I've loved every minute of it because I get the job done. And if the job doesn't get done, that falls on me. So I am constantly in touch with my clients, constantly securing new press opportunities. And I call myself a PI in PR. I'm always investigating new opportunities for my clients. I start my day every day just researching and reading and investigating and learning. Nice, nice. So um, it was interesting. You call yourself a PI for PR. Is that right? 
Yeah, public, uh, uh, private investigator, private public relations. Oh, and I actually gotcha. had somebody reach out to me on LinkedIn and say, are you really you know, a, a private investigator? And I had yes, to yes, I am. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, I'm going undercover. You know, there's they're going to make a TV uh, miniseries about me, but you no, know, I'm not a private investigator searching for someone who did something wrong or what have you. But I'm investigating, right. and I think that gotcha. that the, the thing about any of us in business is we need to learn something new every day. We have to constantly research and teach ourselves things. And I think I that agree. by in my case researching and finding new media outlets and appropriate media outlets for my clients to be featured, whether it's their product or their service, that that's part of me being an investigator. Nice, nice. So I want to do a little bit of, um, I call it bookkeeping, just to make sure that we're covered. Someone wants to find you, obviously you're in PR, so it shouldn't be hard to find you, but do you have a website that they can look to? Definitely. My website is andreapasspr.com. And I'm on Facebook, Andrea Pass Public Relations. And find me on LinkedIn, look up Andrea Pass. Okay, nice. So I'm going to ask you, just like I would anybody else, even though it seems like I can do this with my eyes closed, A-N-D-R-E-A-P-A-S-S-P-R.com. Got it? Perfect. <laughs> awesome, awesome. And so it, it's interesting because every time I do this, I'm thinking somebody's going to say, oh boy, I, I really want to meet that person. And we say our website or our access information so quick, they haven't gotten their pen yet. So they get their pen and then they, I have them repeat it. So that's why we spell it out. No, that's By great. Now, and I have so it. many people uh, mess up my last name and my last name is so simple and they try to make it more difficult. And I end up saying pass, like pass a football. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. so it makes it's it amazing easier. how we complicate things, right? So spelling it out works. I mean, well, my name is Mark. So you know how many times I miss emails because they spelled it M-A-R-K? It's C. Okay. And then they spell it K anyway. It's just the way it goes. So you know it. You know it. One at a time makes a big difference. <laughs> and if someone is trying to get seen, they want to find you. So I want to make sure they have that. So it's Andrea Pass. PR.com, ladies and gentlemen. Correct. Let me ask you a couple it's questions. Funny, it's funny, Mark. Mm -hmm. I do have a side, a side story about that. I represented a client a long time ago. And, you know, this was, I, I'm dating myself, but this is when websites were really just starting. And my client's website was a, a series of initials. Their competitor's website was very similar, minus one of the initials. And there were members mm -hmm. of my team that were providing the wrong website to the press and Ooh. i was constantly just here's the document don't rewrite it forward this to every press person because now you're driving sales to the competitor and the competitor did that for a reason because they were trying to steal sales and i think that we all have to be conscious of these things and, and double check and triple check everything because in that case um i had to go back and have the press fix things because of team members and, and that was so frustrating. So make sure you always spell your website correctly when you're giving it out to the media uh, and anyone else. Yeah, and a funny story. I just had a client call me. He had tried to do a direct deposit for uh, a vendor of his and it came back, the, the account was not in existence. And so he was asking me, what, what's wrong? I said, well, maybe you should copy the, the routing and account number. And he did and he said, oh, I called the vendor. They gave me the wrong information. <laughs> wrong information will kill you every time. You, you better yep. get it right in business. <laughs> Let me ask you a couple of questions regarding, because our uh, podcast is entitled Stories of Success. And usually, and you gave us a little bit, 
what makes us an expert in the field. You gave us a little bit about it, how you started out, but what made you decide, and you mentioned it a bit, but what made you decide to take the leap from being a great uh, employee to owning your own business? What was that deciding moment for you? You know, it's, it's very interesting because in life, one door shuts and another one opens up. And for years, my longtime clients and, and business confidants kept telling me, Andrea, go out on your own. Go out on your own. You can do this. You can handle it. And I was nervous. And so I started speaking to a number of colleagues, and I had put a plan in place to go out on my own. Well, wouldn't you know it, the company that I worked for downsized a third of the people. Mm. And within a few days after that, what brought it up to over half, the other people quit. So Whoa. when that door closed for me, I actually laughed because I was already in the planning stages. And when I secured my LLC in June of 2018, I had my first client about five days later because nice. of the fact that I had already been, you know, these are people who I knew and people referred me to business. And I think that one of the things I always say in business, my two word story, relationships matter. And those relationships have sustained me throughout the course of my business. And as I grow and pivot and what have you, uh, it's those relationships I always look back on. And these are people I've known for a long time. And then you, you make new relationships. And you, know, you and I are a fairly new relationship, but I could see our relationship continuing for a long time. And you meet people and you connect with them. And you know they're gonna be part uh, of your team of people that you always turn to. And I think that that's what helps grow a business. So me becoming a solopreneur, I was nervous. I was very nervous, but I give it my all every single day. And I recognize, especially in our pandemic world, we need to zig, we need to zag, we need to change the expectations, communicate realistic expectations. And if we can't achieve something, we have to move to the next item, but communicate effectively with our clients. And there's always something else to achieve. So at the end of the day, I like to say that I've been successful that day, whether it was meeting a new person, mm -hmm. having a client, a yes. press opportunity come to fruition, securing an interview for a client or a product review for a client. So at the end of the day, I always have something positive that happened that day because of the work that I did. So I'm very happy to be a solopreneur with Andrea Pass Public Relations. Nice. Now you mentioned the word, the key word there. Well, you mentioned a couple of things. I, you know, we chatted before. When I'm hearing great things, I start writing. So you see me writing as we go. But you use that phrase, relationships matter. Uh, I had another podcast recently, and the, uh, the guest on said, you know, something like the quality of your business or the success of your business is based on the quality of your relationships. And I think that's really, really key. But uh, I want to turn us back to what another thing you mentioned, which was about success. How do you define success? How do you define it? I define success as achieving the things I set out to achieve. And when I have a client or a prospective client say to me, but I need to be in the New York Times. Okay, but that client may not be New York Times worthy. That client may not have statistics to share. The New York Times wants to speak to someone who is going to be able to say, my company has this much in revenue or in sales or in what have you, or something more than I just happen to have a company and you should interview me. So 
I think by setting those expectations and developing strong relationships, that makes me feel successful. And if I have a great conversation with someone and I've taught somebody something, that also makes me feel successful. And I'm always learning from others. And if I can give back by teaching to others, and in my case, in the category of public relations, I feel that that's, that's successful. So I, I may not be the wealthiest person financially on the planet, but I'm, I'm wealthy in other areas. Okay. So that means that you consider your business successful at this moment. Is that correct? I do. I do. I, uh, it's changed over the last whatever months due to the pandemic. What hasn't? Uh, right. but, but I am constantly meeting people. I mean, I have people who have signed on with me, for instance, to represent them for public relations for their books that are coming out six months from now. And another one is coming out nine months from now. And they've okay. already hired me for that time period. So even though things kind of ebb and flow, I already know that in the coming year, I have a bunch of new clients coming on. So it's an exciting, nice. it's exciting. It's, it's yeah. hard work, but it's exciting. Gotcha. So let me ask you this question. So you, you've, you've gotten this measure of success in your business, right? You feel like you're successful. It's a newer business, but it's still successful. And that's great. What have you done? And this is one thing that I love to share with my, my listeners. What have you done to make success possible? What do you do to make it possible? I think it, the question is really twofold in making success possible. Number one, it's securing press coverage for my clients and seeing how my clients use that press coverage on their website and in their social media to grow their business. And one example of that is I have a client of mine. She's an at-home inventor. She makes consumer products, a single mom from Austin, Texas. And she invented the cabinet caddy, which saves space in your cabinets. You can put your spices, your um, medications, your craft products, whatever. Instead of a lazy Susan, you're, you're putting it in a neat slide-in method. And she invented the go hang it, uh, a way to hang pictures straight on the wall. And because of all of the press that I got her and the relationships I made for her, her product, her go hang it product is now available on homedepot.com. So to me, the success is when I secure press coverage and the clients are able to grow and increase sales and awareness because of my press coverage. So that's one way that I, I measure success. And the other is I've been meeting a lot of people through networking. And when you meet people through networking, they're brand new relationships. You haven't necessarily known them you know, for five, 10, 15 years. So they're new relationships but solidifying those relationships in networking and taking advantage of doing webinars. Uh, I've done a number of webinars presenting the topic of public relations because I've learned so many people don't understand the difference between public relations and advertising. And I'll meet people and they say, oh, you do advertising. No, no, I don't do advertising. I do public relations. And so I've started doing these webinars for various different groups and whether the group has eight attendees or 100 attendees or more, the questions are fascinating. The dialogue is fascinating. And I measure success at the end of those. If I've taught someone something, then I've been successful. Okay. 
So would you say then that your business is successful because you're focused on, I mean, not just delivering the product, right? Because we all want to deliver the product, but the ability to give something to someone else. Did I get that right? You, de you definitely did because I think that we're all sponges. And the minute we're born, we're a sponge. We're absorbing everything. And to absorb more, more knowledge in a business sense and things that can help you grow your business. And if I can do that, that makes me feel great at the end of the day. Uh, I, I recently did a webinar with two other business colleagues that we called Resonate to Revenue. Uh, and in the first one, we said, uh, uh, drive uh, credibility to grow sales in 2021. And we had so many attendees on this webinar where we highlighted public relations, social media, and virtual events in the marketing mix. And, and now we're scheduling additional webinars for the coming year that we will be discussing content, uh, keywords and messaging and, and other tips to help businesses grow. And we're doing these webinars to educate, to solidify and grow relationships and in a perfect world to secure potential new business. So it's a learning process every day. Okay, let me ask you this question. What do you think is one big mistake you've made in your business journey thus far? Hmm. It's, that's an interesting question. My husband is a numbers guy. He's the financial person. Okay. I'm the creative person. And so it's good to have that kind of person. So I have him handling my financials and that makes me have something off my plate. But I think the mistake that I made at the beginning is I didn't know how to write a letter of agreement. Okay. I wasn't quite sure. And, you know, we could find these things online. And I had other business associates share samples. And when I put together a letter of agreement for a client, a prospective client who actually had known me 10, 15 years prior and was looking to hire me, um, I forgot, honestly, forgot to mention a monthly administrative fee. And when he saw this in the letter of agreement, he honestly he was a little over the top flipping out about that. And he said, you don't really have any expenses. Well, yes, I might be in public relations in a home office, but I have to subscribe to many, many databases. I need these databases to do my business. Many subscriptions to media outlets that are paid subscriptions, I have to, I have to maintain those. So I do have overhead that I have expenses. And any company will, will charge administrative fees because there are other expenses. I've been in public relations a long time and many PR companies will actually give a percentage. If they took someone out to lunch, a press person, they'll charge you that plus an extra 18% on top of that. For, <laughs> it, it's, it's crazy, but I don't do that. I'm straightforward in my expenses, but he went crazy and uh, so it was a big mistake. It was a big fail for me. Uh, we parted ways, uh, have not spoken since. I've sent various emails wishing him happy holidays through the years because that's who I am. I'm the bigger person. And his product still has not been released. And that, wow. was, that was two and a half years ago. And I keep looking and checking, but the product's not out there. So I guess maybe the product wasn't really going anywhere and he wanted an out. Right. And so that, that for me was a, I don't want to say a failure, but it was a big lesson learned. And now I'm very open about 
the fees. I'm very open about my letter of agreement and my contract. And anyone who questions that after the contract is written, and we've already talked about it, then they're playing the business game and I'm not going to play the business game. But I've learned a lot from that. I think that for me, I want to do the work. But when you're a business owner, you have to also do the business paperwork that comes with it. That's, that's the difference between being an employee and an employer or a business owner and someone who works in a great business. And I want to key in on that mistake that you mentioned. And it was, like you said, it's not a mistake. It's a, it's a learning experience, right? Exactly. Um, so the, mis- the, the experience was that you created an engagement letter, but what could you have done differently to have avoided that mistake? Which is what our listeners really like to understand. Like, okay, how do I avoid a mistake like that? What would, you, what would your suggestion be? Well, certainly with anything that you do is uh, authenticity, uh, a, a clean, clear line of communications, setting expectations, and having things in writing. I think that those things, and I had everything in writing in our emails, but I didn't have that one element. And I've learned now that that becomes part of the conversation at the beginning. And it's not a surprise when it appears in in the letter of agreement. So I think with anything, but but be authentic. Admit if you you forgot to say something, or I should have mentioned this, I learned from one of my employers years ago, don't use the words, I'm sorry. And sometimes I agree with that. And sometimes I don't agree with that because you don't want to be apologizing all of the time, but sometimes something happens. It, we're, we're, we all have so much on our plates that it's okay to apologize for something, but if it becomes a regular habit, then that's not good for your business. So I think that the business mm-hmm. secret of success is being opened honest, communicative, and authentic. And I think I've achieved that through starting Andrea Pass Public Relations and having it going on and on. Nice, nice. I'm going to ask you one other question, and this is for new business owners. We, we find that a lot of people who are just starting out love podcasts. They learn a lot before they jump into the water. So what advice would you give a brand new business owner? For a brand new business owner, I say do your homework. Look at companies, consultants, et cetera, that are like you. Look at the competitors and and see what is going to differentiate you from your competition. And that's going to help you move forward. Plan things out. Make sure you have a calendar. Make sure you take a lunch break. That's what I'm finding a lot, very (laughs) difficult in these days with all of my Zoom meetings that I'll, I'll find 10 minutes to inhale lunch and it'll usually be three in the afternoon. And finally, I'll say to someone, I got to take a break. That's my stomach you're hearing on the Zoom call. But I think for any new business owner, set expectations, be realistic and communicate, but also ask for help. Meaning if you're not hiring help, find business associates you can talk to and ask their opinion. And when I was starting out, I actually had gotten together for for coffee or lunch or whatever it was with a woman I knew for years and years and years. I knew her through social and a social life. And uh, we didn't really know each other on a business sense, but she had a fabulous solopreneur copywriting business. She's a phenomenal (laughs) writer and she works for herself, but companies hire her to write their blog, write their articles, write their web copy, 
and she's been very successful. So I asked her out to breakfast. I said, okay, look, can, can I pick your brain? And she gave me great direction on how to start. And I joined networking groups. And when you start out, by joining these types of groups, I happen to be active on the New Jersey Association of Women Business Owners. These fellow business owners have been a wonderful resource for me to say, do you have time for a conversation? I, I'm trying to figure out this, this, and this and moving my business forward. Mm -hmm. And having others there, and I've been there for other people as well, helps you find that, that business secret of success. So hey, talk to people, ask people. And, and set realistic expectations when you're launching your business. Nice, nice. I got one bonus question for you, if you don't mind. You actually mentioned having people to talk to. So every week we have a weekly mastermind session. My, 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 my firm has that. Uh, we call it Friday Focus Forum. And on Fridays we get together and we just vibe about business. We pick a topic and we talk about it together as a group. Usually it's in the form of a statement or a question. So I'm going to give you a statement that we talked about, and I want your opinion on how it makes a difference in your business, okay? So the statement is, and this is bonus, so you don't know what the question is. Money is hard to earn and easy to lose. Guard yours with care. How would you apply that to business? Yes. Uh, in today's world, money is harder to earn and you do have to guard the money. However, you need to spend and invest in your business in order to grow your business. So my response to that statement is, and, and certainly in, in my case, if someone is talking about your competitor and you as a business owner are not spending and investing in public relations and other marketing needs, then you are not going to grow. And I think that you wanna guard your money, you wanna make money, isn't this great? Now I can afford to go on a vacation when that happens again or, or, oh or buy a new car or whatever it is that, that your dream is to eventually have that retirement home or retirement savings. But where are you going to spend to grow your business because one of the things I say in public relations is as simple as Google yourself and Google your competitor. And if all you see about yourself are things you placed and no one else is talking about you except yourself, that doesn't look good. You want earned third-party editorial endorsement, which is what the media gives you. Now spend the time Googling your competitors. And if they're in the press and if they're securing interviews on radio, TV, podcasts, or they're getting quoted on blogs or in newspapers, and you're not, you need to step it up. And I think that that's when you have to sit down and realize, what can I put toward marketing? What can I put toward uh, more consultations with my attorney or my accountant? Or what can I put toward my retirement account or my financial planning so that I know every month I'm going to put this much into my account so that I can grow my business and grow my life. So that's my answer to that question. Okay. You right, tried to stump right. me there, Mark. No, no. Well, you know what? It's interesting. When we do it in our masterminds, sometimes I'll make the statement and everybody's standing there. It takes Here a while to get, to, get, to, get that, yeah, to get that answer that we need, but it makes a lot of sense and it's so important that we guard our money with care. We don't 
got it like like uh you know, what's that thing when they say you're so tight fisted you can squeeze the blood out of a penny or something like that you have to spend it but you have to do it in a wise way so guarding it with kids very very important especially as you're growing your business where to put your money matters right if you put it in the wrong place it's just money spent you put it in the right place it can help you to grow your business and so that's really uh what i get out of that statement you know i want to make that money it's hard to make it's easy to lose so i want to make sure that when i disperse it i disperse it wisely carefully that's what i get out of it at least exactly and i think uh, i'm always looking to grow my business and meet new people and there are times that i will negotiate on my rate in order to be able to secure that client in the hopes for a long-term relationship or other referrals from that that client and then there are times that i'm not willing to budge because i'm understanding what's needed for the client the hours that it will take to achieve that and understanding that if I don't stand my ground on a certain monthly retainer fee for my business, I would be making more money bagging groceries at the supermarket. So mm. I want to be realistic so that I am having a successful business model. I am monetizing my business and I am planning for the future at the same time. So I think That's that all awesome. of us in business, what's the ultimate goal? And if the ultimate goal is to be quoted in a certain publication or on a certain TV show, well, then you want to grow your business to a point that someone will want to talk about you. That's right. That's right. Very nice. Thank you so much, Andrea. This has been a blast. Um, We look forward to continuing to see your journey uh, to business success. Thank you so much for giving us the time today. Thank you so much, Mark. It was a pleasure. Did you like that interview? Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Business SOS, and please drop a comment, like us, and share. If you are a successful business owner and would like to be considered for an interview, visit us at mcataxprep.com slash business SOS. Fill out our form and we'll reach out to you. Our next story of success will be in two weeks. Don't forget to tune in.